hey there, speakers. Hopefully you are having a fantastic Friday. It is November 10th, and it's hard to believe that we are 10 days into November. It seems that uh, it was just yesterday that we were in July. In fact, I was reviewing some pictures. You know how when you plug your phone in and the pictures come up as far as the photo library is concerned? At least it does on my computer. I was looking at some of the photos that I had taken and they were still, they were in the summertime. Like I was wearing shorts on my run or I was uh, filming something for showing one of the streaks that I have, which is picking up trash at least one time every day. I am amazed that this morning when I was out, it was 26 degrees and a little bit chilly on the uh, run this morning. I just am flabbergasted at how quickly time goes by. Are you? I mean, how often do you look at it and say, wow, where did the weeks, months, years go? It was, it was yesterday that I was young and full of, full of energy. <laughs> anyway, hopefully you're having a great Friday already and are looking forward to a fantastic weekend. I know that I am. We get to go up and see Lily in the Extravadance, which is one of the great uh, traditions up at BYU-Idaho where we get to see and experience all of the great talent that Lily has, as well as her friends and everyone else. So we're excited for that. That'll happen tomorrow morning. We head off up there, and then uh, we'll be gone for the weekend. As I was thinking about the, first of all, one, glad to be back on the podcast. It's it, Yesterday was pretty intense in regards to the work that I had to do and other activities that were going on. Therefore, the I recorded last night a podcast. Remember, I told you that my streak is to record at least one podcast every day. Well, I recorded one. I didn't publish it yesterday, but I recorded it. And I will give you what that podcast was so that you don't feel like you're missing out. Maybe you don't anyway, but I'll give it to you. I said this, this will be the shortest podcast in the history of podcast streakers. Keep streaking. That was it. That was as much as I did yesterday because of everything that uh, was going on yesterday. <clears throat> A lot of different changes happening. In fact, isn't that one of the classic sayings, change is the constant? It's the one area where if seasons are changing, work is changing, your personal lives are changing, it's always changing. Jamie and I have often reminisced on the life that we've had together, married now 32 years, and have loved every single area that we've lived and never could have imagined that we've traveled the road that we have. When we were first in our marriage, just starting off, the world was before us. We didn't really have a path, but we didn't really care because we figured, you know what? It's all going to come when it does. Now that we're older and most of our children are grown, we have two still left at home. We look back on all the different areas where we have been, I mean geographic areas where we've been in life, and are just amazed at where life has taken us. And we've, even when, because we thought there was going to be, it was going to be different. Isn't experience what you get when you are expecting something different? Well, we've had a lot of experience. In fact, through that experience, one of the areas that Jamie and I have talked quite a bit about that I wanted to talk with you about today was this whole idea of parenting and what parenting is all about. I would say one of the things that Jamie says often is that food, and this is going to relate, food is a very personal subject. What you eat, when you eat, how you eat, 
It's an emotional, personal subject. It can bring comfort. It can bring satisfaction, enjoyment. It can bring just the maintenance of life. Food is that way. Parenting is similar. Whenever you tread on parenting ground, you are treading on an area that is uh, a, a, an area that a lot of people have a lot of opinion about. Why? Because we, at some point or another, most all of us will be parents. We will have children at some point. Now, Jamie and I have this ongoing debate as far as how much influence does a parent have in a child's life, or let me put it this way, because influence in a child's life, obviously there's a lot. How much influence or what is the parental influence in how a child turns out? Or in other words, becoming a responsible citizen uh, in and, and what they're doing as far as to progress in their lives. How, how much is the parent and how much of it is the child deciding what they want to do and how they want to do it? Now, Jamie and I debate this quite often. I say it's 80%, 20% up to a certain point. 80% of how a child turns out is the parent is how the parent parents. And then 20% is what the child decides. If you want to increase your likelihood to have a child that is going to be a responsible citizen, someone who is progressing, making really making good decisions in life meaning that they're not making self-destructive decisions they're making valuable decisions that are progressing them in life 80% of that is how the parent parents Jamie and I yesterday were talking about this and as we were thinking about it and and she always pushes back I got to represent her side too she says nah I think it's not as much as that I think it's 50-50 or a little bit less and we talk about this all the time Needless to say, as a parent, you have a huge influence on your child's life. Obviously, from the time they're born, you're clothing them, feeding them, providing them shelter, teaching them in whatever ways you are wanting them to learn when they're very young. And then as they get older towards teenagers and then obviously move out of the house, hopefully they move out of the house, (laughs) they are deciding what to do with their lives, and they are basing that off of what they learned in the home. When, as a parent, you look at what choices your child is making, no matter what, there is some of you in those choices. You choose whether or or they choose whether or not to listen to it, but no matter what, Their voice is ringing in your ears. To this day, I'll just go with my parenting experience. To this day, there are lessons that my parents taught me that still ring in my brain. Even though I have grown married children, I still think on the the advice and parenting that my parents gave me, which I'm sure they think about theirs and so forth. So no matter what, you have an impact and an influence. The question is, What is the best way to influence your children and how to go about that? How to influence them in a way that they'll make good, wise choices that will help them progress and proceed to progress and improve in life. How do you do that as a parent? As Jamie and I were discussing this yesterday, we got into this conversation about a dictator versus a leader. 
Now, I'm going to segue here for just a second, and then I'll come back to the whole parent thing. I um, have a leader at work that I really admire. She's a phenomenal leader. And Jamie was asking me, what is it that you admire about her? How come you admire her as a leader? And I couldn't quite put it into words right up front. There are several books obviously written on leadership. I think that as we get into these books on leadership, each one of them describes a certain component of leadership. For example, Liz Wiseman writes Multipliers. The reason that's top of my mind is right now in my uh, pursuit of knowledge and information and using Franklin Covey's Impact Platform, I'm taking the Multipliers online class. And so this is top of my brain. And there are leaders who multiply people and those who diminish, those who bring up people and those who put them down. And as I was thinking about this with Jamie, she and I were talking about this. We were talking about what makes this leader that I currently admire such a great leader. As I said, she is a person, you could say a multiplier, but it was, it, it, it was something that captured more than just the multiplier. In other words, whenever I'm with this, this leader, she always uh, listens and hears what it is we're saying, makes a, good, makes a decision, and we move forward. Now, I know that that sounds pretty rudimentary and basic. What I see in her is that she, in another book that I read, and you know this, uh, Speed of Trust, Stephen Stephen M. R. Covey's book, The Speed of Trust. Again, she has trust in us. She extends trust to each one of us and to me as an individual. I feel like I have the opportunity to be creative, innovative, She has systems and processes and an operating rhythm that I really like. When it it came down to it, because I just thought about it, I'm like, she is a leader in the sense that I feel that I can operate at the rhythm I need to. And when when I ask her as far as feedback or any other information, I give her what I need and she reflects back, gives back to me what I need to improve and be better. She has ultimate trust in what it is that I do. And this is, so so you look at those things, trust, she's a multiplier, she has innovation. Then I was contrasting that with other leaders that I've had in my life that are not in the, were not leaders that I looked at as good leaders. I felt, I did felt put down. I did feel that I wasn't able to be creative and innovative and be able to exercise freedom and flexibility. And as I was looking at it, (laughs) Jamie and I were again talking about these two things, the leader and what I will call, what we came up with was the dictator. Those who dictate every single bit of your life, that is the leader that I feel quashed by. I don't feel like I am lifted or any of those things. I feel like it is, it it really does bring me down. So with that being said, now let's go back to parenting for just a second. I have seen in my experience that there are parents who are leaders and parents who are dictators. Both love their children. So let's not go to 
tyrant. Okay, so if I look at a parent as a tyrant, that's an individual who is ultimately angry all the time, uh, verbally abusive, someone who is potentially violent, all of those. That That's tyrannical parenting, okay? And that that's that's not what I'm talking about as far as the dictator versus the leader in a parent. What I'm looking at in regards to the dictator versus the leader in the parent is the dictator can be a benevolent dictator. I've seen parents who are dictators that are very nice, very kind, uh, provide a lot of, oh, <laughs> of kindness and appreciation. And you also know as a child in that home that if you don't do as that, chi- as that parent asks or dictates, that it's not going to be pleasant. Now, when I, when I say this, it's interesting because it's not a pleasant like they're angry or mad or controlling with violence or, or a temper. It's that it's, it's maybe a, a emotional. It is saying one thing and doing another. It's the dictator. It's the, I want things the way I want them and I don't want anyone else to upset that apple cart, even if you're a child living in my home. Everything is dictated. Dictated that you'll go to church. Dictated of what clothes you'll wear, where you pick up your clothes, where you, what, not only what clothes you'll wear, but when you'll wear them. Dictates all of the different standards that you'll live. And that if you go outside of those, it's a, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about this. I want to show you exactly what it is that you're doing wrong that's outside the way that I'm dictating. Dictators and leaders. Dictators, uh, parental dictators, they love their children. I don't disagree with that. And they love them a lot. Leaders love their children as well. Leader parents love their children as well. But what's the difference? The leader parent really does allow their child to make the choices that that child thinks is best. The leader parent will provide knowledge. I think that both dictator and leader provide knowledge. There's knowledge and information that's disseminated. That knowledge in the leader side is then given to the child for them to be able to make the decision at the appropriate age. Right. Obviously, a younger child is going to have a different set of information, a different set of choices as compared to a teenage child or even a college-age child. The leader parent is always looking to give information and knowledge that will help that particular child make the best decision possible that they can make. The dictator parent gives the knowledge and information, and then dictates the choice that that child will make. When it's dictated, it's done in a loving, kind way. And if you just know this is what's best for you, this is the best thing for you, and therefore you need to choose it. That is a surefire way to set up one of two scenarios. The likelihood that you'll have either a child who is weak or a child that is rebellious goes significantly up when you are a dictator type parent. As a leader parent, what you're doing there is you are giving your children the information, knowledge that they need 
in order for them to make the, de the decision that they want to make moving forward? Are they going to choose something that is different than what you might have chosen? The answer is absolutely yes. And sometimes no. Sometimes they will choose what you would have chosen. The key here that it's their choice. They have the knowledge, they have the information, it's their choice. Now as the dictator, when you dictate what the choice is going to be, you know what's good for them. I mean, you've lived through this. You've been a parent for a long time. You've also been a child. You know what is best for them. And then when you dictate and they choose to do a different thing, and by the way, they still have their choice and they will go about doing what they feel or they want to do as best. And oft, oftentimes in the dictator style, they'll do it just to spite the dictator parent. They'll do it to say, nah, you're not going to force this on me. So the, the opportunity to lead a child is to give them the knowledge that they need. They have the choice. And then there's the consequence. Now, when I say consequence, a lot of times people think about this as a negative. I'm not talking about it as a negative. Consequence is a neutral. It's either a positive consequence or a negative consequence. But they have the consequence. They own it. In a leader led parenting style, that child gets the consequence of getting good grades because they decided to do the study. In the dictator side of parenting, when, I, when you are dictating, you will do your homework. You will get these things done. We, we, and notice the word here, we will get good grades. When the grade is given, whose grade is it? It's not the child's in the dictator style. It is the parent's. Understanding the difference between these two, the dictator versus the leader, is critical in helping your child to develop the strength they need to be able to stand up for what is right and good and to progress and improve in their life. By, by being the leader parent, you allow them the best opportunity to do this. You just do. It's the best opportunity. I know, I can see times in my life when I have been the dictator parent. You will do this, you will move forward, and what it, what it did inside of each of my children. You could, I could see, and let, let's word, use the word defiance in their eyes. They were defiant at that point. I'm going to defy the dictator. Believe me, yes, they will. When it's the leader, the leader in leading the leader parent giving them the knowledge and information, when the child makes a decision that is different than what you would have made, or maybe is going to have a negative consequence, they own that consequence. They own the positive consequence. When they have decided to study, again, back to the grades example, they own that consequence. And when they own it, they build confidence. Owning your consequences builds your confidence. Because you now know that it's up to you as to positive or negative consequences and the choices that you make. And as a leader parent, you enable this in your children. As a dictator parent, what you do is promote weakness or rebellion inside your ch ch children. One of the best books that I have ever read on this particular topic is Parenting with Love and Logic. 
they go into a couple of different parental styles and what those parental styles are. The two that I've given you here, the leader versus the dictator, helps to paint the picture to say, how can I, as a parent, give my child the best opportunity to have awesome success in their life, to make the best choices that are going to benefit them and have high value? It's when you are the leader parent. And I'm telling you, this is the case, is be the leader parent in any aspect of life, in church, at home, at school, whatever it is, give your children the opportunity to learn by being a leader. Now, one final word on this. In our sales, and I say our Franklin Covey sales methodology, one of the tenets that we have, one of the base tenets is that intent counts more than technique. In parenting, this is also true. Your intent counts more than your technique. You may not be the greatest at being able to give knowledge, information, and choice. But your intent is known. You People will fill your tent. If you are a dictator, even though you may mask it in love, appreciation, this is what's best for you, I know that this is what's going to happen if you don't do this, If your intent is to dictate how they lead their lives, it will absolutely come through. Even if your words say otherwise. And in fact, it is so, you humans are so tuned into this from the little human beings to when they're grown. They're so turned into, tuned into it. They know when you are being a duplicitous person, when you are saying my intent is totally different than what it is that I'm communicating and I'm going to try and mask it and disguise it because I want them to walk down this path. When you have the wrong intent, it will show through even when you are saying the right words. So have the intention to be a leader parent. And as a leader parent, you'll have trust and appreciation. You will work together, give knowledge, understanding, so that your child can make the best choices possible. How in the world does any of this relate to streaking? Consistency is key to success. Anyone that has implemented any of the leader type parental skills, it's the consistency of the application that leads to success. So what streak might you set as a parent to be able to learn or to grow as a leader parent? It would be to, I would say, one of the streaks is to read at least a paragraph in a parenting book. Now, not all parenting books are created equal. There's parenting books out there that I completely disagree with, and there's parenting books like Love and Logic that I completely ascribe to. They're absolutely wonderful. You'll have to discern between those two. Be intentional. The other thing to do is to look at it and... Every day, have a streak of at least one time a day, look at every child that you have, one, two, three, how many ever you have, and think, how can I help this child today grow in strength, in being able to make their own decisions, in being able to have the knowledge and information necessary to make the best decisions that they can to improve in their lives. Think on that. 
Have that at least one time every day. Another one is pray for each child every single day or pray not necessarily for the child because see the dictator parent can pray for a child and say, I hope they do this thing. I want them to do this thing. The leader parent can pray and say, how can I best help my child get the information they need to make the best decisions possible? You see the difference there? And your intent really does matter. Pray that you'll have the right intent. As a parent, prayer is paramount. It is absolutely necessary because you just don't know what your child's going to be up against as they go throughout their days from the time that they're little all the way through to the time that they're grown. Hopefully you've enjoyed the conversation. I know that I have. This is a conversation that Jamie and I have often. We'll probably continue it when I get her on the podcast uh, this week or maybe next week actually. We'll probably continue this discussion because she has phenomenal insights and understanding regarding this. And I would love to get her thoughts so that we have it so that we have it on the podcast to be able to share with you. If you want to learn more about streaking, you can buy the book at Barnes & Noble or Amazon or anywhere books are sold. You can also download it via Audible. The best way to learn streaking is not only to get the book, but also to now download the app. The streaking app recently was upgraded, has a phenomenal interface, and allows you to track yourself the whole person. You can start a couple of streaks, keep them alive, move them along, be able to see who else is streaking, post right along with them your proof, your improvements, your insights. That is the beauty of having the streaking app, is to be able to streak together. So download the streaking app, subscribe to the podcast, Give it a review. Until we talk again next time, keep streaking.